to PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And Ross, we're brought to you by our NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. We're giving away $250 in cash and a $100 gift card. Sign up today exclusively on the SGPN app. And taking the shot to ground down. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, April 12th, currently 11.01 on the East Coast. I know we had a short hiatus on the PropCast. The last one I think we recorded was back in March, but March Madness and NBA winding down, you know, it was uh, it was a little tricky for me to uh, schedule the PropCast. But, hey, we are back for the PropCast. NBA playoffs are going to be starting this weekend. We're in the middle of the play-in tournament. But, hey, I got myself a new co-host for the NBA PropCast. He's a good friend of mine. I've been working with him for the past, I don't even know how long it's been, but we almost talk on the daily you can find him on Twitter at Crispy Cappin. Chris, welcome to the PropCast, my man. I'm excited, man. This is going to be a lot of fun, me and you talking about props. Hey, uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, you know, uh, you know, grateful for the opportunity, man. I always enjoy talking sports. And like you said, we've been doing this for, you know, a while, man. And I'm, I'm excited to, you know, grace the presence of uh, the podcast, man. Hopefully we can give out some winners. Uh, you know, did my research. I know you did your homework as well. And uh <laughs> Let's get into it, you know. I'm excited, man. Like you said, let's do it. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I mean, look, it's it's uh, we're we're in that like that little stretch where we're trying to figure out, you know, what the matches are matchups are going to be. We did have the Lakers and the Hawks uh, pulling out the victories last night, so they're going to be you know cemented as the seven seeds. Lakers are going to uh, play against the Memphis Grizzlies in that first round, the two seven matchup, and then we have the Boston Celtics and the Atlanta Hawks uh, in the first round matchup between the two seven uh, in the Eastern conference. So definitely going to be intriguing to watch those matchups Um, before we get into the player props here tonight. I know we have two games here with the bulls and the Raptors, and then obviously the thunder and the Pelicans. Uh, Chris, I want to ask you anything that kind of stood out to you from player performance last night. Um, you can start either one if you want to start with the East or the West. Anything that kind of stuck out to you between the players that played last night? Yeah, I mean, a lot, Dim. You know, if I think, um, you know, just going back and looking at how the uh, the playing games went last year, I, you know, we, we learned from history, right? So I went back and looked at those games and I saw that you know, uh, the totals were going under. So yeah. when I see totals go under, they were 6-0 to the under last season, and both games went under yesterday as well. So 8-0 in play in, play in tournaments so far over the last, you know, two two seasons so far. Yeah. Um, so I thought the two that jump out to me the most, you know, it was a lot, right? I watched both of those games in the entirety. But but Jimmy Butler didn't didn't show up, and I thought that he would. I think the, the world, you know, if you were a Miami backer yesterday, which a lot of people, you know, felt like that was the right side, them laying mm-hmm. five and a half points at home, um, you, you you expected a little bit more from Jimmy. I know he missed a couple bunnies around the rim. He didn't get to his points prop. A lot of people like this whole PRA over. Yeah. Um, he did go over and assist, but that was the first one that kind of stood out to me, you know. Uh, and then the second one was uh, 
D'Angelo Russell, I almost felt like he had a green jersey on yesterday. You know, this guy did not show up. I was like, what are we doing here? You know, I'm a diehard, avid Laker fan, you know. And, you know, as soon as the game started, I said, man, D'Angelo Russell is not looking good. He missed, like, his first couple shots. They weren't even close. I don't even think they touched the rim. And I said, we might need to investigate this guy to see if he's not playing for the Timberwolves. I think he finished the game, like, like one for five, two points. Ended up getting pulled. Thank God Dennis Schroeder, you know, rolling that ankle wasn't as bad as we thought it was when he initially yeah. did it because he came back in and, you know, was the the spark that the Lakers needed, uh, you know, with, with outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. He was that guy that kind of stepped up. So uh, him, his poor performance and then, you know, like I said, Jimmy Butler poor performance as well kind of stood out to me, you know, more more so than anything else yesterday. Yeah, I think for me as well, <clears throat> it was D'Angelo Russell in the Lakers and Wolves game. I mean, you I mean you mentioned 24 minutes. He only was what one of nine from the floor. Did get eight assists, uh, was 0 of four from three point land. But I think also I know gambling Twitter was talking about this yesterday. Anthony Edwards yesterday as well. I mean, in 43 minutes yesterday, uh, he was only three of seventeen from the floor, 0 of nine from three point land. Uh, did get his rebounds, um, and again, he underrated. He really does fill up the uh, defensive stat sheet, I guess we can say, with the steals and blocks. But if he was just a little bit better, this might be a different conversation where we might be talking about Minnesota would be playing Memphis in the first round instead of the L.A. Lakers. And I'll well, give a lot of credit to guys like Mike Conley yesterday, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. They both chipped in with 23 and 24, respectively. Kyle Anderson racked up a 13 assists yesterday, also chipped in with four steals and four blocks yesterday. Um, those were the kind of two players that stood out to me for the Wolves side. You nailed it with the D'Angelo Russell. But I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention I'm not sure if the clock turned back yesterday, Chris. Kyle Lowry yesterday, Jesus, 33 points. Uh, he was 11 of 16 from the floor, 6 of 9 from three-point land. If we blindly looked at this uh, this this box score and we said, Chris, that Kyle Lowry in 33 minutes played yesterday, had 33 points, I would have told you that Miami Heat would have won by 20 points. Yep. I mean, look, this guy turned back the clock yesterday. He was 6 of 9. It was, it was just uh, crazy to see. But... Look, Miami and the Wolves still have a chance. Obviously, we'll find out who they are going to play um, for that eight spot tonight. Uh, so, obviously, all NBA fans' eyes will be glued to those matchups here tonight. Um, all right, before we get into our player props here, Chris, let me tell everyone about let me tell about uh, Shady Rays, man. Um, it's almost summertime. You might be taking those vacations. You might be headed to the beach. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've ever worn. Durable frames and clear uh, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So exclusively for our listeners, 
Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. And also make sure to check out our NBA Playoffs Survivor Challenge. It's completely free to enter. The winner gets $250 in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card, but exclusively only on the SGPN app. All right, Chris, let's get into our player props here tonight. Man, like I mentioned, we got the Bulls visiting the Toronto Raptors, DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan returning uh, to face his former team. And then on the West, uh, we have SGA and the Thunder. They are going to be headed to the Big Easy to take on Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and the New Orleans Pelicans to find out who is going to be playing um, the Wolves and the Miami Heat, respectively, for that eighth seed. So let's get into these player props. Chris, I'm going to give you the floor first, my man. What do you got for your first player prop for tonight? Yeah, man. So this this game is interesting. You know, if I think before before I drop the player prop, I want to I want to make sure people understand that, like the total in this game opened uh, about 217 points. And, and it, it it's even dropped this morning because I was actually looking at the under and thinking like, man, maybe it's still some wiggle room there. It was down to about 214. Now I see it all the way down to 212 and a half. You know, that is an extremely <laughs> low total in the NBA game. And, and the crazy part is, is I still think that there may be some value on the under. You know, if this game kind of feels like, you know, a 99, 98 rock fight type of game because both of these teams know that, you know, their vacation starts after this game if they lose this game. So um, when, when I see that, you know, I, that, that makes me typically want to look towards some unders. It all, yeah. also makes me want to look towards some rebounds. So the first player prop, and I also like to look for value as well. I think we saw that yesterday watching the, the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat. We saw guys like Sadiq Bey, guys like Bayan Bogdanovich go over their, their pl- pl- player prop. And, you know, you get those respectable like eight and a half, nine and a half numbers. So. For Chicago today, you know, I actually like Patrick Williams. I was looking at Patrick okay. Williams. His points prop is seven and a half. A uh, little bit of juice you will have to lay about minus 125 is what I saw. Um, he's likely not to start as well, just so people know. He, he typically doesn't start for, for Coach Billy Donovan, but based on the reports that I saw yesterday that came out for the Chicago Bulls, but he does typically uh, finish the game and he plays with yeah. that, you know, in that finishing lineup. So I'm expecting, and he does that because of his defensive ability, right? He's, uh, he's played 22, 25 and 29 minutes in the three games versus the Toronto Raptors this season. And in those three games, he's gone over this point prop in all three. So he had a game of eight in the last one, 10 and 13. So three for three to the number in his last four meaningful games of the season as well, just kind of excluding that last game that didn't really matter. He's played between 26 to 37 minutes in each one of those contests as well. And I think that, like I said, I think they'll need him for his defense. He also, I think he flies under the radar um, as far as the Raptors defense because they'll Mm -hmm. be focused on slowing down Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Um, Last thing I want to mention about him, you know, is that uh, he's had at least uh, eight shot attempts in six of the seven last meaningful games that this that these teams have played. And I like to do that, you know, point per shot. If I can get a guy yeah. at seven and a half points and I know that they're going to shoot, you know, close to eight times, then I, you know, I feel pretty confident in backing them in that spot. So he's, like I said, he's, you know, had at least eight shot in six of the last seven meaningful games that he's played. And he's cleared that seven and a half and five of those seven as well. So pretty good hit rate, not a game that I want to take a lot of superstars to go over because we see the total dropping, but I do think a guy like, like Patrick Williams could go over this uh, seven and a half points. 
Yeah, I think you nailed it right there with the handicap. Is that we would typically get into these games when obviously meaningful games, and we're talking about. I know it's not officially the playoffs, but it's again you'll, you you talked about how the games are typically going under, or at least over the last season in the playing tournament. And we saw the two games yesterday, you know, fly under the total, especially in that Wolves and the Lakers game. That I try to pivot away from star players because I know that the books are, are we're, we're going to pay the tax for those star players. You know, guys like LeBron, AD, uh, Anthony Edwards, um, Jimmy Butler. Uh, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But I, and then I try to pivot to those guys like you mentioned, like Sadiq Bay. I had him over one and a half three point shots yesterday. I didn't need him to go out and score ten points. I mean, we've seen him when he was acquired. Uh, by the uh, Atlanta Hawks from uh, Detroit in that trade at the trade deadline that if you watch games, I know like diehard NBA fans watch, they try to watch every single game that Sadiq Bay was the guy that would knock down those corner three point shots. And we just, I just needed two from him yesterday. I think he got it done within the first half, but I think Patrick Williams kind of fits that same mold of Sadiq Bay, right? He's not going to start the game. Like you mentioned, Chris, but he's he is going to be in that closing lineup for the Chicago Bulls. He's a great offensive rebounder. He can knock down that three-point shot. He can knock down that mid-range shot. And he can also finish around the basket. And again, if he does get an offensive rebound, that that putback for easy two points is always there for Patrick Williams. So, I mean, you said it. The Raptors against the Raptors three times a season. He's three for three going over this number. I think he's going to play the minutes here tonight as well. Chris, I know you mentioned the total, but I I don't remember the last time or if at all in the regular season, we had a total this low <laughs> during the regular season. It's extremely low, you know. And yeah. one thing I want to cut you off, and one thing I looked at was these teams are messed up three times a season. All yeah. three games have gone under. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even average the, the the total between the two games today. So, you know, Rock Fight, first team, the 95 could potentially win this game, yeah. you know, especially when you think about pace and you think about, you know, effective field goal percentage because these teams are not – two of the sexiest, you know, offensive teams that we've seen. That's for sure. Uh, all right. For my first player prop, Chris, I'm going to also stay in this game and I'm going to stay on that bull side. I mean, we talked about defense. Um, I was kind of shocked to see this number was this low. Alex Caruso to go over one and a half steals and blocks combined here tonight, Chris. It was also a little bit juiced at minus 125. But I think Caruso is going to be another guy that's going to be getting the minutes here tonight um, to either match up on whether it's Fred Van Vliet uh, or it's one of their, you know, prolific scores for the uh, Toronto Raptors side. I'm not sure he'll be matched up on Pascal Siakam just because of the size difference. But when we take a look at what Alex Caruso did this season, um, the dude ended up averaging one point. Uh, six blocks per game uh, over his last five. And then he also was almost averaging a steal per game. But against the Raptors in particular this season, Chris, you talked about how well Proctor Williams did. Alex Caruso, AC, in those three games uh, this season that he played against the Toronto Raptors had um, at least one steal and one block in every single one of those games. So just to kind of read it off, in the three games that he did play, Two steals, two blocks, two steals, two blocks again, and then one steal, one block. So if we're expecting this to be a rock fight like we just talked about, that defense is going to be up. I think AC is going to be that guy that's gonna, you know, get his deflect, get his uh get the deflections with his hands, block a couple shots here. I just need him to get either two steals or one of each. And like I mentioned, he's done that. And then kind of wrap up the season. I know there was games where 
he didn't play very many minutes, but he came down the stretch and he and there was in the last five games, three out of those five games, he had at least two block shots. And then there was a game against the Memphis Grizzlies where he had three steals, two blocks, um, and then one steal, two blocks against the Charlotte Hornets as well. So I'm expecting him to play anywhere from around 20 to 25 minutes here tonight in the three games that he did play against the Raptors this season. He averaged close to 29 minutes in those games. He averaged 1.7 steals and 1.7 blocks. I'm just asking him to get a combination of two here tonight. I think the AC can definitely get it done. Uh, so, Chris, I'm going to go Alex Caruso over one and a half uh, steals and blocks combined tonight against the Raptors. Love it. Love it, you know. The, the one thing that kind of sticks out to me is I think about, like, the the meaning of the game, right? Like, what the game means and you, you're telling me that he's cleared this number in three games that don't have as much meaning, right? Yeah. And now you get him in a position where, you know, he knows that if, you know, if he doesn't go out there and do exactly what he's capable of doing, uh, you know, they pack their bags and, you know, it's one, two, three Cancun, right? And I don't think that he wants that. And I also think that the playoffs bring out the the, the best of you, you know? So whatever it is that you do best this is what you typically see, right? And we yeah. know that the best attribute that Caruso brings to the team is he's a lockdown defender. He's somebody that's going to get his hands in, stay in front of his defender, going to get his hands in, you know, pick still lanes. And uh, I absolutely love this. You know, if I expect him to leave it all on the floor, and if we both expect that, then, you know, steals plus blocks, uh, maybe in an alt line to two and a half, you know. Maybe, <laughs> man. Maybe I'll have good, to look into that for play. sure. Yeah. All right, uh, before we continue our player props, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're also doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, Chris, take us over to player prop number two, my man. What do you got? All right, so I want to stay in this same game, you know, and I'm actually looking at another pretty pretty low number, at least in my estimation. I think it's it may, may be uh, about value, but I, I like this number, you know, and I'm looking at Jakob Pertl. Yaka Pertle, I'm looking at his at his point specifically, uh, sitting right, at 11 so and a half. You, we got agreement on this. This is one of our <laughs> player props, too, so we'll just knock this one out together. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. So I'll just, I'll just I'll keep my concise there. So uh, looking at Yaka Pertle, over 11 and a half uh, points, I think I saw it around like minus 104. So not laying a lot of juice at all on this one. Um, I, a couple reasons why I like him. You know, so one, he's going to be out there because he's going to have to defend the rim, right? We know that they bought him here to to be a, a rim protector and to be able to defend guys like Vucevic. Historically, he's played very well against Chicago. I think you probably looked at that as well. Yep. Uh, eight games of at least 12 points. Um, one this season with Toronto, seven with the Spurs, you know, dating back to, uh, you know, before he got traded earlier this season. Um, and in eight games versus Chicago, he's attempted at least nine shots as well. All of those games, uh, all those shots typically come at the rim. Another thing I had, the last point I'll mention, you know, is that uh, I, the reason why I like this is because I see a lot of putback opportunities for him tonight. You yeah. know, I looked at uh, I looked at the Bulls as far as rebounding. One of Yaka Pertl's best attributes is his ability to be able to rebound the ball as well as protect the rim. The Bulls were sev- the seventh worst rebounding team post All-Star break. 
So I think that, you know, Jakob Pertl could get a couple easy stick backs and, and he goes over this total of 11 and a half points today. You know, rebounding has been uh, something that you, we can't really uh, we, we don't always take it into our handicap, but yeah. we see how much it, it, it impacts the game. Right. And and I think we saw yesterday with Clint Capella in the way that the Miami Heat were able uh, the Atlanta Hawks were able to dominate Miami on the rebounds, uh, you know, as they've done throughout the entirety of the season, they're a much better rebounding team. And I think that comes into play tonight. I think Jacoperto get a couple rebounds and a couple easy stick backs as well. Yeah, look, I agree. Yeah. Um, you also take a look at what Chicago allowed as far as field goal percentage to that center position this season. Um, it was one of the worst in the league. They allowed 58% to that center position. Uh, and they also gave up the rebounds as well to that center position. I know Vucevic doesn't really attempt to play defense. Um, and I think I think the key there, what you mentioned, Chris, is that he's going to have those opportunities to grab some of those offensive rebounds and and get some easy putbacks. Like th- that's where I think, you know, Jakob Pertl lives. And also maybe on the pick and roll as well. I think, you know, I've watched some of these Toronto games is that they've been able to find him, you know, either sealing his defender under the basket and and just having some easy layups or, or dunks. But I think more importantly that the success that he's had against this Bulls team, like you mentioned, it's been eight straight games where he scored 12 or more points easily. And also the field goals are there for him as well. We know also, like you mentioned, Chris, that he's going to be playing the minutes as well. That kind of sweet spot for him has been around that 30 to 32 minute mark uh, against the Chicago Bulls throughout his career. So, um, I like it, man. I'm, I'm glad we agreed on this one. And he he's not, I mean, he doesn't get to the free throw line very often, but I think those opportunities for maybe a and one opportunity might be there for him as well. So we're not asking him to go out and score 20 points here tonight. It's just that this number's at 11 and a half. I thought also thought this number was really conservative for Jakob Hurdle. So both Chris and I agree on Jakob Hurdle on the over 11 and a half points here tonight. Um, so let me get to player prop number three, then, uh, I'll leave it off your play prop number three. I'm going to go to the other side, um, or sorry, the other game, uh, in the Western conference. And I am going to go with CJ McCollum's over five and a half assists here tonight. Um, I know Brandon Ingram, we talked a lot about this, uh, you know, in our group chat and offline and things like that, about how Brandon Ingram was dominating with the points and assists. But I thought this number was a little conservative uh, for CJ McCollum here tonight. Um, you take a look at number one with CJ McCollum on the season. He averaged 5.7 assists per game, which is really right at this number. But I think the one thing that kind of stood out to me is that in the two matchups here tonight, or sorry, the two matchups this season, I should say, against the Oklahoma City Thunder, he combined for 19 assists, and he went over this projection of five and a half fairly easily. He had one game where he had double-digit assist of 11, and the other game he had eight assists uh, for the Pelicans. But also one of the main handicaps for this is why I, I really love this number of over five and a half, is that the Thunder defense has been um, pretty bad against that point guard position. On the season, the, the Thunder allowed opposing point guards to average 8.3 assists per contest. And it also is a, a minutes thing here tonight as well. Like I would not be surprised, Chris, if we see both Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum play 40 plus minutes here tonight. Uh, I think that he'll be able to find guys like Brandon Ingram, maybe Valentunis or guys like Herb Jones or even Trey Murphy for those spot up three point shots. I don't think that the Thunder are going to double team Brandon Ingram here tonight. Um, and asking him to get six assists, I think, is definitely in the realm of possibility. I, I got this at minus 110, so not a lot of juice on it either. 
So, Chris, I'm taking CJ McCollum here tonight over five and a half assists. Love him, you know, love it. Like you said, matchup wise, minutes wise, this is a do or die game for them as well. Uh, pretty sure they're going to be feeding off that home crowd's energy. I love him, you know. I like him to go. I mean, this is a game where he could potentially have eight assists, right? So I, I, yeah. I think the five-and-a-half number, like you said, is a tad bit too conservative for me as well. Six-and-a-half would have made me kind of scratch my head just a tad bit, but five-and-a-half yeah. seems like, yeah, I, I think I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, take us to your player prop number three. What do you got? Okay, so I want to I wanna go back to uh, to the first game that we talked about, and then I'll touch on the last. Uh, I have one more player prop that's in the game that you're talking about. So so going back to that Bulls and Raptors game, we talked about the total drop in four and a half points, open at about two, 217, I think, down to about 212 and a half now. Mm-hmm. Clear indication that we think it's going to be a rock fight, a lot of defense being played, uh, and that typically leads to a lot of more rebound opportunities. So I'm going Vooch in this one, Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic over his 10 and a half rebounds. Um, you know, so the t- uh, so if, if people don't know, Vucevic has led the Bulls in rebounding throughout the entirety of the season. He actually finished with 11 rebounds, averaging 11. So he's already averaging what this number is set at. Uh, and he finished eighth. I, I, th- I thought that was pretty impressive. He finished eighth in in the NBA, you know, to totality uh, as far yeah. as rebounding as well. Um, and versus the Raptors specifically, he did have a dud in the last game. He only grabbed five. But before that, he had five games in a row where he was able to grab, you know, 12 rebounds or more. So I think, uh, you know, in a game like this, we just kind of saw one yesterday with Clint Capella uh, going for 20 plus rebounds last night in a rock fight type of game. Uh, that actually, ha- I-, I think it'll be more points scored in that game than it will be tonight. So uh, it really wouldn't surprise me. I think a few guys in this game could go, you know, uh, over exceed their rebound total, you know, probably by, you know, three, four, maybe even five rebounds. And I think if Vucevic finished this game with 15 rebounds, it wouldn't surprise me at all. So I do like the 10 and a half number. And uh, I like that it's not juiced either. Like I said, this one was minus 102. So best player prop as far as value that I've, that I've locked in so far today, you know. I'm going to say Vooch for the best bet segment because I do have a player on Vooch here tonight. But, yeah, I'm, I agree with everything that you just mentioned there. Um, you know, again, it just feels like we talked about this throughout the throughout the episode here that it just feels like a game that maybe first to 100 is going to win this game. Um, and, again, both of these teams don't play at a very high pace, I don't think. Um, I know a lot of times when we were talking about games, especially after the All-Star break, that I believe that the um, – Chicago Bulls were one of the better defensive teams uh, as far as defensive rating goes. So I'm trying to pull that up right now and see where they actually did finish. Actually, both of these teams, I'm curious to see as far as defensive rating. Um, let's see here. Defensive rating, post-All-Star break. So I know Pelicans were one of the best teams. But hey, look, Chicago right there, number one as far as defensive rating uh, since the All-Star break. And Pelicans were number three. Toronto, number five. So you have two top five defensive rated teams going at it here tonight post all-star break so again if you're betting these player props again be careful about taking a lot of overs here tonight because like chris mentioned if you want to look at overs i probably look at rebounds maybe like i mentioned with steals and blocks um it just feels like like you mentioned man, it, it's gonna be one of those slow kind of grinded out maybe like 1990s you know playoff type of game here tonight between uh the raptors and the uh, chicago bulls here tonight so definitely looking forward to watching this one here tonight yeah one last thing you know if you mentioned yeah. you mentioned both teams being top five in in defense post all-star break they're also bottom five in pace these teams are playing really slow when you yeah. think about toronto and chicago uh i got both of them at plant under 97 point zero eight 
when, when we talk about, you know, just pace of the game. So extremely slow, you know, walk the ball up. We know neither team really gets out in transition. They get a lot of, you know, they run a lot of set offense, kind of half-court offense. So I love I, – I, if, we, if we're right, you know, if I think we, we're going to cash if, we, if this game kind of goes the way we think it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, Toronto was the fifth slowest since the All-Star break and then Chicago – dead last the slowest team as far as pace since the all-star break uh all right chris so that's three player props each let's get into our best bets here for tonight uh why don't you lead us off with your best bet my man what do you got yeah so now let's go let's transition to the pelicans and the uh the pelicans and the thunder game you know this was a i think this is a gem man i really really like this one a lot i'm looking at uh i'm looking at dort right and i'm looking at his rebounds and I'm actually looking at him to go under, though. I, I talked about taking it over with, with Vucevic, but now I'm looking at Dort to go under five and a half rebounds. You know, this number seems a, a tad bit too inflated to me. Um, mine is 106, so I like the value there. And the, the big reason why I like uh, this play so much, besides the fact that he's played 10 career games versus the Pelicans, and he's never gone over, including yeah. <laughs> this season where he's only had two, three, and two rebounds. And, you know, the big reason for that is that he's going to draw Brandon Ingram, right? We know that yeah. rebounding is, you know, is predicated on who you're guarding, right? A lot of the times centers get rebounds because guards are missing shots, right? So that's going to take him out of position to, you know, be in a, a good position to actually get rebound, uh, get rebound. So um, he finished the season also, you know, just averaging uh, 4.6 rebounds. Mm -hmm. And this number is five and a half, you know, a number that, like I said, he's 0-10. Uh, against you know throughout the, throughout the season, if he's yeah. not going to be guarding Brandon Ingram, because there will be a couple stints where Brandon Ingram probably you know takes a break, um, he'll probably end up guarding CJ McCollum, right? I yeah. expect him to be the the primary uh, defender on the ball handler tonight, and that should take him out of you know the realm of getting these rebounds, you know. So I really like Dort to go under his five and a half rebounds. Feel like I found the gym there, you know. But only time will tell. But I like that look. I mean, like you mentioned, the 10 career games against the Pelicans in the regular season, he's averaging 2.7 rebounds in those 10 games, 1.9 assists. And like you mentioned, the most rebounds that he's had in those 10 career games was five. Other than that, it's been three or less. Like he doesn't even have a four in there. So, uh, yeah, I like this call, especially the way you broke it down is from an X's and O's standpoint that he's going to draw – Brandon Ingram, or in, like you mentioned, if he's not going to be on the court when he's taking his, you know, rest, that is probably going to be CJ McCollum. Or, you know, maybe that when Brandon Ingram goes out, Lou Dort goes to the bench too. So he's just probably going to tell him, you know, all, all, all night long. So, and again, when we talk about rebounds, and this was something I was curious about when I went back and looked at who's actually grabbing the rebounds in the matchup between the Pelicans and the, uh, the Thunder this season, it was really guys like it was the guards. It was Josh Giddy getting the rebounds. I think uh, SGA had two games where he had a uh, double digit rebounds against the Pelicans this season. So, and again, we've talked about it throughout the season that the, the, the thunder really don't have that traditional center that goes out and grabs all the rebounds for them. And the opposing centers have that success. But as far as the thunder goes, when it comes to rebounding, it's really been the guards. It's been SGA and it's been, you know, Josh getting in those rebounds. And like I mentioned, SGA has gotten six, 10, 10, and six this season in the four matchups against the Pelicans. But yeah, like you're right. I, again, I think Dort, it's really going to be more so on the perimeter guarding those guards for the uh, Pelicans. And 
I think the opportunities for him to grab those rebounds are not going to be there. So I definitely love this play and the stats back it up as well. Uh, all right. For my best bet, I uh, alluded to it earlier. I got this yesterday at 27 and a half. It was a little bit of juice at minus 125. It has moved up uh, uh, one point here, but I still like it at uh, points and rebounds combined for Nikola Vucevic here tonight over 28 and a half. Uh, it's still out there at minus 105 for this. And kind of going back to what everything, Chris, you mentioned about Vucevic having the opportunity to rebound um, against his Raptors team. I think this has been one of the more popular player prop bets grabbing those rebounds or taking rebounds um, for the opposing centers uh, going up against the Raptors. I know they picked up Jacoperto, but in the, the, the opportunities have still been there for those opposing centers. Kind of looking at what Vucevic has done throughout his career since he was traded from Orlando to Chicago. In those, I think it's been, I want to say yeah, eight games against the Raptors in a uniform of the Chicago Bulls. Nikola Vucevic is averaging 19.4 points and 12 and a half rebounds per game in those eight games. He's gone over this projection of 27 and a half, 28 and a half, I believe in seven out of the eight matchups against the Raptors. And I think, again, like I mentioned, it's been no secret that we're really backing the centers to either get points or rebounds against the Toronto Raptors uh, lack there of front court. Uh, Raptors on the season allowed opposing centers to average 23.7 points and 14.6 rebounds per game. I think with the attention that, you know, the Raptors are going to put on DeMar DeRozan here tonight and Zach Levine, I expect Vucevic to have some opportunities to score the basketball, whether it's those mid-range jump shots. He can knock down some three-point shots. We've seen that throughout his career as well. And again, like you talked about it with the rebounding, he should get into the realm of 12, 13, 14, possibly who knows? He might get to have a Clint Capella night like he had where, you know, Capella had 21 rebounds last night. That would only help this uh, projection here. But I think that he could definitely get over the combination of points and rebounds combined to go over 28 and a half here uh, tonight, Chris. So that's going to be my best bet uh, for the games here tonight, man. I know you already talked about Vucevic, but any any other thoughts you want to throw out on that? Yeah, no, I like it. I like the look, you know, um, I think, uh, you know, Yaka Proto is a rim protector, right? He he He's going to struggle. We see it a lot with traditional centers. You know, they, they don't like to get pulled out to to the three-point line. And we know Vucevic can extend them out there. Even last night, we saw Anthony Davis commit a boneheaded foul trying to run out to the perimeter to, to guard a three-point shooter in Mike Conley, and he steps on his foot, right? You just don't feel as comfortable when you're big out there, you know, whether you're defending another big or, you know, you def- you switched on to a guard. So I think Vucevic should be able to take a, you know, take advantage of that matchup because those guards will have, uh, you know, have their hands full with, you know, Scotty Barnes and uh, the OG Ananobis of the world. So they're, yeah. they're going to rely a lot on, you know, Vucevic for his offensive, um, you know, capabilities because we, like we mentioned, he doesn't bring too much on a defensive end, but he can rebound the ball and he can, he can definitely score the ball, you know? So I like the, I like the combination of the points plus rebound as well. Yep. hundred percent, man. Uh, hopefully we did give out some winners. All right. Just to recap our best bets. Uh, Chris has Lou Dort under five and a half rebounds here tonight against the Pelicans. And then I am taking Nikola Vucevic points and rebounds combined over 28 and a half uh, here tonight as our best bets. Uh, all right, man, that's going to do it for this edition of the prop cast for the, <clears throat> excuse me, the playing tournament games here tonight on Wednesday night. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to mention, my man, and let the people know where they can find you on uh, social media. 
Nah, you know, that's it, man. I just want to, you know, I want to uh, thank you again for having me on, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully, like you said, we gave out some winners. And um, yeah, if you, you can find all my work on Twitter uh, at Crispy Cappin, two P's, two N's. Um, and yeah, I'm excited, man. Hopefully we, like you said, hopefully we go, uh, what did we give out? Four? Hopefully we go eight yeah. no, you know, hopefully we go eight no with the looks that, that we gave out today, man. I think we, we definitely going to be a, have a profitable day based on the looks that we shared and the research that we've done. Yeah, hopefully, man. Uh, eight no would be great. I would take a winning day as well for sure. But uh, eight no is always the goal. So uh, maybe some you know SGP opportunities for for some of those SGP players. Uh, I know we gave out a lot in that Chicago Bulls in the Toronto game here tonight. So hopefully we can put some more cash in people's pockets. Um, yeah. So we'll be back probably around Friday. I think I know we'll have one or sorry, yeah, two games on Friday as well to determine who is going to be the eighth seed uh, in their respective conferences. So uh, look out for us then. This is a great time right now. If you haven't already subscribed to the PropCast, make sure to do so. Me and Chris are going to be rocking it throughout the playoffs um, and then beyond the season as well. We'll talk about some offseason stuff as well. So glad to have Chris aboard. It's going to be a lot of fun just talking about NBA. And then slowly we'll transition the PropCast into NFL as usual. But for NBA fans, the league never sleeps, so we'll all be always talking about something. All right, uh, Chris, appreciate you, man. We'll be back on Friday. Again, make sure to get into that contest uh, that we're hosting on uh, the SGPN app. It's free to enter. It's a survivor contest for the playoffs. Uh, the bosses are in a giving mood. They're giving away $250 in cash and then a $100 SGPN gift card to the mercher. So definitely get in there. It's only on the app, but again, it is free to enter as everything is on uh, or all the contests that we do on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. All right, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it right.